With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now, driving at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Cricket Unfiltered Live. Good evening, Paul. How are you? G'day, Menas. Ah, very good. Ah, what a dream evening. Uh, we've had two dream games in a row now. Just um, never any... There was a little bit of stress. I was, I was on edge throughout much of the game, especially a couple of times when the Windies were getting away a little bit. But I think that fades in the memory, and I'm going to look back on it as a very calm evening. Oh, good to hear. It was nice they managed to fit in uh, some cricket around the tributes for Chris Gale and Dwayne Bravo. Um, there was a World Cup going on. It seemed like the commentators and uh, and the West Indies team had forgot that. It was just, it seemed like it was all of a sudden like an, an Alan Border tribute match at the Gabba back in the day with Fatty Vorton in the outfield. It was um, very strange. I just felt for the South African fans watching it, like thinking, you know, uh, the West Indies are almost tra- taking this like a bit of a party now, thinking any danger of you guys um, trying to restrict the Australians. Actually, Gales over wasn't too bad. Um, he, he, the Aussies didn't get too many runs off it. So, yes, it was a little bit weird at the end how there was a, um, a, a bit of a party atmosphere when um, when Gale got Mitchell Marsh out right at the end. He um, embraced Mitchell Marsh as though Marsh was part of the dismissal. It was um, a little bit, little bit amusing. <laughs> so I gather Mitch Marsh and Gale had played together when um, Gale... Um, played in Western Australia and T Twenty stuff, so they probably know each other. But didn't look like Mitch Marsh was Mitch Marsh was too happy. But look, oh, let's get right. into Wait, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is, he was yeah, of course. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, he wasn't as happy as Gale was, but that's true. He wasn't as happy as Gale was. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get. I mean, what a what a win for Australia! They they're marching towards the semi-finals now. We'll we'll talk about the scenario that's playing out, but we're recording this between the two games. So, if you're listening on the podcast feed, you might know whether Australia are in the semi-finals, but you really couldn't ask for a, a better performance. They came up against a, a decent West Indies side and win by eight wickets with 22 balls remaining. And now South Africa have to win uh, by 57 runs or in 12.3 overs. So Australia look have a really good chance now. Yeah, I mean, if, you ha- if you're listening to this, if you're watching this um, live or before that game, then you're in the same boat as us and you're not 100% certain that Australia is going to make it, but 99%. Um, for those of you listening later on, Yep, fantastic. Australia into the semi-finals, or oh my god, I can't believe South Africa managed to do that. <laughs> and if you're a South African fan and you've won by a 57 runs or in 12 overs, you can you know listen to this later and just giggle, giggle yes. you to your heart's content. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but but uh, I guess let's look at the tonight's game. Uh, we'll start with the bowling performance. Australia wins the toss. Finchie did something right. Sends in the windies. And they get off to a pretty quick start. Gale hits two sixes, but they but then come well, they hit 20 off the first over. Evan Lewis opened up. But then Cummins gets Gale off, for 15. No, no, it was, it was off the second over they hit the 20. Was I it think. the t- second over? Yeah. Like, I think um, Stark, Stark opened up, you're right. And then yeah, Hazelwood and got Hazel- hit for 20. Yeah. And then Cummins gets um Gale for 15. And then the over after. Hazelwood gets two wickets. He gets um, he gets uh, Nicholas Paul round for four and Roston Chase for a duck. And the Windies sort of crashed to three for 35. And at that point, there was always a worry the West Indies would be sort of knocked over for a very cheap score. Do you know what they call that in India when they get a, a wicket and then a dot and then a wicket? What's that? Wow. Because you're on the screen, W-O-W. So it was a wow situation from Josh Hazelwood. He's, he's had a lot of wow situations in T20 <laughs> cricket lately. For those of you listening on the stream, I was, I was expecting a warm grin from Menes at that little subtle attempt at humour at um, one in the morning, and Menes gave me nothing. <laughs> it wasn't that funny, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> it is late. Uh, so, yeah, so, so, uh, the, and then the Windy sort of, um, you know, they played pretty well to get for, to seven for 157. Uh, Kieran Pollard, 44 off 31. Shimron Hetmeyer, 27 off 28. Andre Russell, 18 off 7. What did you think of Australia's bowlers? Pretty good. Um, I was, there was just those two periods, that second over where Hazelwood got, Hazelwood got smashed, where it looked a little bit concerning. And then I think it was from memory around about the 16th and 17th overs where it looked as though... Pollard was going to be able to hoist them to a total that was going to be, um, you know, 157 was okay. But if they'd been able to get to, to 170 or thereabouts, then it would have been uh, obviously more than okay. But Cummins bowled a pretty good over in the 19th and it looked like uh, they were going to get even less. And then the last two balls of the innings, um, I don't know what the how many runs Russell had scored in the tournament leading up to that, about five. Um, and he got 12 runs. He's only two sixes of the tournament off the last two balls. So that was a slightly disappointing. And I always felt that we were going to win. I thought the pitch looked conducive enough to, to good scoring and that Australia should win. But those first couple of overs, that was very interesting that the um, Hussain bowled fantastically well. He's got that um, that uh, 
armball, I suppose, that you call it. It's a vicious in-swinger. And Australia kind of a little bit lucky not to lose um, a few wickets in those first couple of overs. Yeah, Warner was outstanding. Just wrapping up the bowling figures, Josh Hazelwood, four for 39. He, he's been the standout bowler for Australia, I think, uh, or the standout fast bowler for Australia this tournament. But then Adam Zampa, four overs, one for 20. He's He's putting together an impressive string of performances in this tournament. He's now the leading wicket taker. Uh, he kept them quiet in those middle overs and, you know, that kept the West Indies below 160 and gave Australia a, you know, a really good chance to chase. Yeah. Um, and what a, what a chase it was that um, – have you got more bowling figures to go? Sorry, I'm a bit – No, 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 it's a bowling figures. That, that's it. Yeah. Um, look, I, I think that – I've never gone off Warner. Um, a lot of people have, so I'm I'm feeling quite vindicated in that regard. Uh, it was great to see him playing. I think it was Shane Watson in commentary said when he's playing control with a controlled aggression and and sort of that check drive. It's it's fantastic to watch him. And Mitchell Marsh when he came out to bat, I said to him, "Mate, you've never really delivered for me uh, in a game that really matters. Tonight's the tonight's the night." And he did. Um, so my um, my love affair with Mitch Marsh, which was began with ten years without much love, uh, is is really uh, ramping up. It was a wonderful partnership, over a hundred, and you know they just um, it was just a consummate performance. I agree, and it, yeah, 158 targets a a tricky little target because right. if you, if you get bogged down for a few overs, you can make it a little bit more difficult for yourself. But Warner was in such good form and was hitting boundaries so consistently, it never happened. So Warner finishes 89 not out of 56 balls with four four sixes and nine fours. Aaron Finch was out for nine. He didn't look great again in, in that innings, looked very scratchy. And then Mitchell Marsh, 53 off 32, got out with the scores level. Uh, but the big partnership was Mitch Marsh and Warner. They put on 124, um, and that was a, a match-winning partnership. But, yeah, great stuff. And, yeah, an all-round very comp- you know comprehensive win. Yeah, and also, once again, uh, with the exception, I think, of uh, Zampa, who dropped a, a tough court and bowled, uh, the Australian fielding was really good. This Smith took a really good catch. Warner took a really good catch. Warner stopped one on the boundary that I don't think anyone else in the world would have stopped. I'd love if you could have put Jadeja, split-screened him on there. He would have got within – wouldn't have got within a metre of it. Warner's such a better fielder than Jadeja. Like, the, it irritates me how Jadeja's – he's a good fielder, but he's overrated. Um uh, here am I. Look, Australia's had a wonderful win, and for some reason I am starting to be grumpy about Jadeja being an overrated fielder. Gosh, I've got to, I've got to lighten up. Uh, it is late. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so now Australia have their fate. Uh, they, 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 they sort of they put their destiny in their own hands, really. By winning now, they don't have to rely on England beating South Africa. Now, if South Africa thrash England... They deserve actually to go to the semis ahead of us. So, you know, Australia can't really complain from now on. Uh, they did their best. Uh, I have to say, Paul, you know, for someone that has not been able to believe, you know, been on board with this team, I'm starting to believe, you know, perhaps this <laughs> team can go all the way and lift the World Cup. If Australia gets through, Pakistan's a good matchup, and then you never know what can happen on finals day. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's... Don't forget, I mean, if England lose to South Africa and they don't lose by enough to um, um, – uh, no, no, we can't go past England, can we? No, I'm going No, because they're like on three. Yeah, They're yeah. on like plus three. Yeah. They're like miles ahead. 
That's what they should also have is the other number of how much South Africa would have to beat England by to actually knock England out and rather than knocking Australia out. Um, that would be quite interesting. But, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I still think it's going to be very interesting if we do play, say, Pakistan in the semifinals. Um, <laughs> this roller coaster ride that uh, the fans seem to be on could go the wrong way very quickly. Like, we, we started the tournament <laughs> on a bit of a sort of a low and then those early games gave a bit of a high then everyone crashed after the, the England game although I was you must admit fairly fairly calm now you're even you're on the high um I'm, I'm on the high I'm starting to believe I'm going to jump on the bandwagon I still think <laughs> there's a few problems but I, I like the seven and four structure Adam Zampa has been so impressive I wasn't sure he could carry the team as the sole spinner but he has Josh Hazelwood with the new ball has been excellent. Starks shown glimpses of being more destructive. Um, and, and Cummins, although, you know, wasn't great. Well, actually, he was okay today. He was, what did he, Cummins figures? One for, one for 37. So not flash, but pretty good. Now, let's, should we question take... from, um, I was going to say, I got a question um, from Ray PMB9. Hi, men, is would you replace Cummins with Richardson and improve your death bowling? It's a good question because... Cummins, as much as he's a wonderful bowler, um, he just hasn't looked as good as the others this tournament. Uh, he, he does bat well. He, he's he played a few big hits. I don't know the answer to that one. I'd, I'd actually be – I'd give it some thought. Um, I'd probably – I might I, – I really don't know. I really don't know. Well, lucky you're not a selector. Um, uh, I would give it some thought and say no. I, I think you've come this far into the tournament with the big three. Don't change it. Cummins is a big game player. He's the sort of bloke that can sort of be a bit quiet and then come semi-final time, he takes four for 20. So there's no way I would be dropping Pat Cummins for the semi-final. That's, that's crazy stuff, Ray. Crazy. No, no I think I, I might not be replacing with Richardson, though. Maybe I'd replace him with Swepson. All right, can I, can I kick you off the stream? Is that allowed? Um, <laughs> all right, here's Jose. Jose's firing a few at us. Um, so if you are watching on Twitter, if you go across to our YouTube page, um, the, the, the links are on the link tree above. You can actually fire us questions. Um, so, yeah, subscribe. And if you subscribe to us on YouTube, whenever we go live, you get a little bell. So you get a little notification. So how good is that? You'll never miss one of these outstanding broadcast <laughs> all right jose irrespective of the, of the result death over bowling was poor today 57 in the last five overs i don't see that as a problem the, the west indies the one strength they have is smashing in the last five overs so wasn't too bad yeah it wasn't too bad although you know i can see where he's coming from that's where i suppose it feeds into the whole specialist notion of someone like richardson coming in and, and doing the job it should mention that six that the second last ball of the innings russell six 111 meters that's the biggest six i've seen in a long long time did you see um the hundred times they showed chris gale hitting brett lee out of the park about 13 years ago 12 years no, ago every, um as i often do i was i started this game 40 minutes delayed um, and just fast forward between each ball. So I was just getting it like a machine gun. It's it's fantastic for entertainment. The only disadvantage is you don't remember a single ball of the entire match. Yeah, I guess it is a marriage-saving tool, though. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what's not a marriage-saving tool, speaking at the top of your voice at quarter to one in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we're doing now. <laughs> I'm in my cupboard. Well, here we go. Um Mel T. Hi, man. Is he recording in a cupboard? I'm not really in a cupboard. I'm in a laundry. It looks like a cupboard. It's got cupboard vibes, but actually it's it's pretty well sound 
it's pretty well insulated, so the sound stays here. Um, Jose, we'll just fire through all your questions. England win the toss and bowl. SA need to win by 61 runs to go through. Very tough ask. But, Paul, you have to say it's not impossible, but you just would be very surprised if England could do it. I mean, South You're Africa. Right. Yeah, it's not impossible because, it, you know, if South Africa happened to have an, a day out with the bat, get 200 and – England, you know, attempting to get their blow up and, and get themselves bowled out for 130. It, it could happen, but um, it's very, very unlikely. Yeah, and certainly none of the teams will be fearing Australia. So anyone who's going to say, oh, England might want to, you know, um, you know I don't agree. Australia I they're, out. They're not going to, obviously, they're not going to throw it. But I think some of the teams would be a little bit um, concerned about Australia. I think if you, if you gave the... Um, uh, most teams the choice. Who would you rather play in the semi-finals, South Africa or Australia? They'd pick. Um, they'd pick South Africa. Mm. Now, where's your mama? No, that's, uh, sorry, that's this is uh, someone's writing a question. It wasn't just uh, <laughs> people listening on the people listening on the audio. We said, why did Menace just say, "Where's your mama"? That's the person's <laughs> name. As Australia will face Pakistan in the semis, how do you suggest they counter the opening spell from Shaheen? Shah Afridi. What what do you think, Paul? That's a good question. Um, whew, I don't know. Like, uh, I have visions of stumps flying, uh, and it could be Aaron Finch on his way back. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah, Finch is to... gone. Finch is gone. I mean, they should just start Maybe. one for not even bother sending him out. I have a reflex to that, and I just always say we should have a pinch hitter open up with open up with Stark and Cummins. Uh, slog it from the start. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I, sort of the same as Stark and with a lot of these bowlers, the swing goes out really quickly. So yeah. you just got to get through those first three or four overs and then the ball starts to go a I lot think that's straighter. The thing. you got to do the opposite of what McCullum did in the final of the World Cup where he just um, went advancing and lost his mind a little bit. That Those first nine balls or so could be um, could be crucial. Aiden R, looking good, fellas. That's nice to hear. I don't know if I agree, but um, if, <laughs> it's nice to hear. <laughs> and then Jose just firing them through at a machine gun rate. What is your plan to beat England if Australia win the semi final and face England in the final? What is my plan or what is Australia's plan? <laughs> um, I think they've got to be fearless and, and just say, um, let's let's match the way that England play. And if we if we bat, uh, the, the, the big one would be win the toss and bowl because it, it would be. Um, it's going to be a day night, a night game in Dubai. So, bowling first—that might be enough. <laughs> it might come down to the toss. And look, it's a it's a good um, question because I want to segue now, Paul. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware, but a lot of the England Test squad has arrived in Australia, and they they've started their quarantine up in Queensland. And, and I've been thinking that I would like to. Well, I, I'm going to undertake to. Uh, uh, it's really hard for me to say this. But, you know, normally Australia has this uh, impression that when the English come here, the Aussie media is mean to them and, you know, always trying to sort of trying to fight another war off the pitch. And, look, I'm going – I think we should go the other way. I think we should be really hospitable and be nice to the English tourists and be welcoming and make them have a great time in Australia because they've come all this way after playing nonstop cricket for 18 months. I think we should just be – lovely warm hosts rather than this sort of rude abrasive Australians that we normally are yeah but it's just I mean 
I presume you're being funny and um, uh, well done. But um, the problem no, is... No, no, I think we should be nice to them. But it's the media needs to sell newspapers. The, the, the traditional media is dying. Um, no one's buying papers. They know that if you write an article about... Um, oh, Ben Stokes has just arrived. Let's have a detailed analysis of his cover drive. Uh, that's yeah, so what if you push someone? That was a long time ago. <laughs> He's won but a World Cup sell- since then. It was Headingly. They need to sell papers, and the only way you sell papers is with um, controversy and anger and all of that sort of stuff, and that's the way it is. So they don't write it because they're parochial towards Australia. They write it because their editor is saying, write something so people buy the damn paper this time. You don't think people would buy papers in Australia of us being nice to the Poms? Well, at least we can do it on the podcast. I mean, um, you know, we can be more hospitable. You could. I'm always nice to them. Well, for a start, you could stop calling them palms. I think that that's um, <laughs> that'd be a that'd be a good little resolution for you, just to start calling them. I'm also, I'm also angling for um, Vaughan's job with Tuffers. I want it to be Menas and Tuffers next and week while he's while he's in <laughs> on suspension. Oh dear! <laughs> right, we've got some questions here. Let's um, bring him in, and then we'll go and watch England South Africa. Pranto Biswas, if Smudge doesn't bat at number three, do you see any reason we hide him in our eleven? Also, what has Wadey done to keep Josh Inglis uh, in the shed? I think that um, today showed perfectly um, how Smith can can be, that he slid down the order, didn't get a bat, and that's that's fantastic. But I'll tell you what, if uh, Marsh had gone out and got out straight away and then Warner had got out and were suddenly three or four for not many, having Smith coming out then, that would be would have been the perfect person for the job. And I think he's still got a role to play in that regard, that it's not always... Uh, you're not always looking to get 200. And when you're looking to get 150 on a difficult wicket, there's no other Australian I'd rather in the side than Smith. Plus, he took a very good catch, uh, which doesn't mean much, but um, he's, a, he's a bloody good player. He's always in my side. Yep, agree. Uh... <laughs> and I probably I probably would have – I agree with um, with Pranto. I would have picked Inglis ahead of Wade, but I think Wade's had a pretty good tournament so far. He hasn't done much wrong. No, and I think the, the issue with Inglis is he – he, he well, it's not that he left his run a bit late, but he probably came into the side a bit late into the squad generally to sort of jump over Wade at the last minute and get the keeping job. But would have needed something to happen either way to go through a real form dip or an injury. But yeah, yeah, um, it, certainly, uh, I'd love to see English as soon as possible. Um, yeah, where's your mum? I don't think. Well, what do you think about that question? Do you think the difference simply might be the opening spot spell from the respective sides? As because Australia and Pakistan have similar batting lineups, yeah. I don't know. I think sadly to harp on about it, I think it'll be, um, it, it'll be very interesting as to who has to bat first. Again, it's going to be a night game, uh, the semi final, and if it's if it's similar to what we've seen, the pitch will have some spice in it early on. And that is going to make uh, Shaheen Shaharafridi very difficult for the Australians to, to face. Um, uh, who else is pretty good? Ralph is pretty good. Um, and by the time of the second innings, it seems as though as the dew comes in, it doesn't mean the ball's impossible to grip. It's just that the ball then comes onto the bat a little bit more easily and the wicket has lost some, some of its spice. So again, my money is going to be on whoever wins the toss, which is a, a sad, um, a disappointing outcome for the way that the tournament is. Yeah, perhaps. I can see Australia's fast bowlers knocking over Pakistan for a cheap score um, quite easily. I can see the top order succumbing to Hazelwood and Stark and Cummins uh, in form. I, I think the performance of Warner will be vital in the semi-final. 
Finch doesn't look in great form, but if Warner can get us off to a good start, we saw in this match, uh, just makes it so much easier for the guys coming in, having him belting boundaries at the other end. Anything you want to add before? Oh, here we go, Scott Martin. I would have dropped Warner today, so don't ask me. I think a lot of people would have, um, Scott, but... um... Yeah, I, I was sticking solid with him. I'm mean, get a lot of things wrong, but that's when I got. I'm proud to say I got right. And um, Menas, to your point that you could see Australia knocking Pakistan over cheaply. That's kind of you know that would happen in the World Cup final in '99. I could certainly see it happening. On the flip side, um, what was it the uh, the 2011 World Cup? Did we lo- we lost a uh, we lost a game to Pakistan that ended our streak. Um, well. What I could see. I don't, I don't know if you remember in the 2010 uh, T20 World Cup or whatever it was called then, we played Pakistan in the semi final and Mike Hussey hit like 60 off 20 balls to get us through to the final against England. And then England beat us quite convincingly. But it was that Hussey innings against Pakistan that everyone remembers from Australia. It's the only, the only reason that I kind of haven't watched that much more is that we ended up losing the final and it kind of. It fell away a little bit. But, yeah, that was one of the most remarkable wins I've ever seen. We were absolutely no chance, and he played amazingly well. What I could see happen if I'm going to be on a pessimistic side is Australia batting first, grinding out a really tough 150, and then Pakistan just blowing it, blowing us away as the pitch eases up. I'd hate to see that, but <laughs> may well happen. All righty. Well, it's uh, about game time for South Africa and England, so we're going to um... – end this live broadcast thanks everybody for watching uh, if australia does crash out we'll definitely go live tomorrow because i will be filthy at that point so it'll be fun to watch but um yeah thanks everyone for watching a lot of um, people tuned in so thank you paul any final words anything you want to talk about uh no i might as well make it um make it something to laugh at if we go wrong australia have qualified for the semi-finals of the world <laughs> cup can't wait for them to, to play Pakistan in the semifinals. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the rest of the big day and uh, catch, up sh- catch up soon. <laughs> Bye. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving at your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.